the meta, and welcome to Pokey Rogue TCG, your place for Rogue Dex news, acting like a dick. My name is Nick, and with me is my co-host, Austin. Let's get into our 36th episode. Hey, man, what's going on besides that beard? Hey, man, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I know you've been a, you've been a busy guy. I don't know how much you want to share with the world or not, but I know you've been going no. through a lot of craziness. Yeah, a lot of a lot of hectic ness. Um, uh, but since we've last recorded, I've driven to Dallas twice. <laughs> yeah, in Oklahoma City, like in a loop. Yeah, you know? so there's that. Got some tools, like a table saw and things like that. Mm-hmm. So back um, to the back to the woodworking. Yeah, as much as I can. And uh, my oldest daughter turns four on Tuesday, Monday, one of those two. That's crazy, man. And, uh, I just, I remember when she was going to be born. Like, I remember us playing at the shop and you talking yeah. about, like, how you're going to have a daughter. Yep. And now, yeah, like, now she's four. Yeah, I know. On Tuesday. That's insane. Yeah. Um, she's getting to be a lot of fun and um, is putting herself to bed now. Yeah. Which is. Awesome. Um, I don't know what you do with your daughter, but um, ever since she's been born, one of us or both of us have been involved with her bedtime routine. So now it's kind of brush her teeth, read her a couple of stories, give her a little bit of cuddle and shut the door and mm-hmm. she can do whatever the hell she wants as long as <laughs> she doesn't come out. So, like, <laughs> and it works out. She doesn't, she doesn't mess around. She just reads books in bed and then you go in there about 30 minutes later and she's just she's asleep. Out. That's good. Yeah. It's awesome, man. But other than that, um, you know, we'll go long story short, but uh, here's a settlement check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without the world knowing why you got a settlement check, but Austin got a settlement yeah. check. So I was wondering right, if you finally exactly. got it. I know you said it could take a while. Yeah. To get your no, settlement. Came through. And then my back pay from the Navy came through from like August. So now we're chilling. Yeah. For, for a couple of months till we decide um, if we want to go back to Tennessee or what. Mm-hmm. But I'm in the final stages of an interview for a job that would be like just perfect. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that goes through. It's with nice. O'Reilly. And it's like O'Reilly have Auto to... Parts? Yeah. The o- huge o- o- O'Reilly yeah. Auto yeah, Parts. A, that and Bass Pro makes up the entire industry of Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. Um, so they're one of the giants and it's really? a little job. Yeah. There you go, and then man. they were like, what, what are your minimum salary requirements? And I was like, yeah, it's about this. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's higher than that. And I'm like, hey, it's fine with me. Yeah, there and you go, so, man. Yeah, it's like a project manager of IT. And you can do uh, do it from home. Do it from home. You know, my walls are even green for O'Reilly, you know? like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> man, if you, if you get that every time you walk in a room, people got to do that. They got to. As you walk in the room, it's oh, 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 O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, you know, I met the man that wrote that jingle. Really? Yeah. What did you, uh, what, like, what did you ask that man? I mean, that's like so iconic. No, I don't. Well, yeah, it's pretty cool. So he was, he's local to Springfield. Yeah. It's eighth grade. And we had some like, not like career, I guess it was like a career fair. Yeah. But like you just went to your classes and then like, Based on the subject, there would be someone there that, you know, in, their, in that industry, you know. Uh-huh. Um, 
And uh, so I went to band class and I think that was the best they could, you know, that's the best they could come up with, man. Listen, that's like a celebrity, a legit celebrity. It's like when people get excited when they meet like a top Pokemon player. Fuck no, man. If you meet the guy who wrote the O'Reilly jingle. Yeah, that beats any anything you could meet anyone you could meet in the Pokemon world. I don't remember like any what we were, but basically we could give him something and he would write a jingle about it on the spot. Mm-hmm. So we went around the room and wrote a jingle for everyone. Yeah. So I don't remember what my question was, but you know. See kids nowadays, yeah. if they said, okay, what am I going to write a jingle for? They'd just be like, 69! <laughs> 69! <laughs> that would Something be every like single kid. He'd be like, what about yeah. you? 69! I Yeah, I think that's like the only... <laughs> closest thing to a celebrity i mean i saw nick cannon one time i was at a band competition who's nick cannon i'm I'm drawing a blank man who's that he's like the guy that's like famous for just he's like um i don't know i think he like was abusive (laughs) who the fuck is nick cannon he's i would say he's like a pseudo celebrity and so anyway like what show or movie i got i'm looking him up while you talk go ahead america's got talent um, and anyway, they were, they were t- filming scenes for the intro and they wanted us to just start yelling for whatever reason. Uh-huh. And, uh, we weren't even at America's Got Talent or anything. I think it was just a crowd of people. Uh-huh. And he's like, now everyone get loud, get pumped up. I'm Nick Cannon. And we were all like, you, who, you know, and they, they weren't getting like the excitement that we wanted. And, uh, anyway, like. We're performing, we get off perform, and I see him, and I'm like, it's pretty much just like me and him, and I walk right past him. And yeah. I just think I probably hurt his feelings. Jeez. So. Well, I'm, when you have to say everyone get loud, it's me, Nick Cannon. Like, if you have yeah. to say who you are, I feel like you already yeah. know the people don't know who you are. I think he's like in the realm of like Ryan Seacrest. Do you know who that I, is? I know who Ryan Seacrest Ryan Seacrest is, is a pretty pretty known person though I, I feel like more people would know ryan seacrest than nick cannon i still see ryan seacrest on like commercials and stuff think so yeah did you look up the i looked him up i i don't remember this guy no okay i he don't did, he must i think he dated like he, he did like mariah carey or something oh okay yeah, yeah i'm not i'm not sure man i really don't know the only the only thing i've met a couple of fans. I met them at the same time, though. I met Keith Urban and Nicole Kitman together at the same time. Oh, yeah? I don't know if I told you about that. Was but... it something cool, like an orgy? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I uh, I worked at this children's store, and I would like do story time. And I did story time to their kid. So they came and brought their kid to story time and I like read stories to their kid at story time at this this uh, toy store in Nashville, this like yuppie rich person toy store in yeah. Nashville. So I worked the part time nice. job there right out of college. Yeah, I forgot you were there for a while. Yeah, I was in Nashville were, for a uh, year. That was like napkins, right? Multi-purpose napkins. What? when you would steal napkins oh yeah 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 that's when yeah, I, yep, yeah. that's when i was poor and i stole napkins to use as toilet paper and uh would take condiments and put them between two crackers like the free crackers you get for soup and make little condiment sandwiches yeah damn yep you've been there <laughs> but i was like oh look there's there's nicole kidman i'm, I'm talking to her 
Yeah. Hey, Nicole Kidman, as I'm eating my lunch of crackers and and mustard. (laughs) Could you shed a little little money on me? Nope. Oh, well, that's what's going on with me. Those are the celebrities I've met. Yes, I met the guy that wrote the jingle for O'Reilly. And uh, And, uh, it's a big deal. Pretty big guy. And you're and you're high up in some interviews right now. You're you're getting yeah. close, so maybe maybe you'll meet him again. To, maybe so. No, he doesn't actually work for him. I don't know. He, he's probably up there. I mean, that was. I'm sure if you went there, I'm like, hey, ago. can I can I find the guy that someone knows him? They got to know him around the shop. Someone's got to be able to point you in the direction. You can. He's probably like he's moved out and he's in the wilderness somewhere, and you have to track him down and. You show up at his house and he's got a long gray beard and all grizzled looking and he's lost an eye and he has a scar across his face. And you're like, hey, are you the guy? Are you the guy who wrote the O'Reilly jingles? I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> he's dead. Ever since the accident. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> oh, man, just uh, being a dad. You know, doing all that stuff. My baby's now talking all the time, just babbling stuff. She's the only word she says is dada. She just says dada over yeah. and over again. Just goes dada, 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 over and over yeah, again. Yep, yeah. all the time, man. It's it's pretty great. Besides that, just constantly working out and training. I got my next my big tournament coming up for sword fighting in December second. So closing in around that and making sure that. At least every other day, I'm putting in like two hours every other day of of working out, doing sword drills and cardio and all of that, getting my weight down, losing some more weight, trying to get back to like a nice 165 with no no fat at 165, yeah. but not losing muscle at the same time. It's, that's the Hard challenge. So getting close to it. Wait, wait till she starts eating mac and cheese. And like you're making it, you just take like a bite out of it, you know. That's where really, yeah, yeah. That's where the dad weight comes in, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, man. I, I had so much dad weight gain before before she was born, and then in the first couple months after her being born, and everything's just crazy, and you're just trying to to get sleep, you know. You stop caring about stuff, but no. Now I'm like, nope. I need to get ready. Got these got these national qualifiers coming up beginning of December, so I'm going to. Kansas City, Missouri. Oh yeah, is where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where the hosting I'm at. When are you gonna be there? I'm gonna be there December second and third. Saturday and Sunday. Yep. Got anything going on? I don't know. Is that far away from you? No, it's pretty close. Is it really I mean, close? Relatively close. I mean, that's close as you'll be to me in a year and a half. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, going there. Yeah. Got got two second, days. Second and third. Yep, second and third December. You stay in like a hotel or something? Yep. That's the plan. Don't know what hotel yet. Some some cheap shithole, probably. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, man. You should. Yeah. <laughs> we can play anyway. Pokemon cards in the hotel. <laughs> hey, we might as well. I'll watch it and I'll watch it kick people's ass. Yeah. Yeah, man. I need someone yeah, to I need I need, need one out. person in my corner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm serious, man. I'm, I might be able to sneak away. Yeah, would you? I mean, hey, if you're if you can get away. Let's do it. Yeah, I didn't know how close that was to you or not. It's like three hours, three and a half, four. That's not close to you. That's pretty That's far like, still. It's better than like fucking 
11 or 12 where you're at now. Is it really like 11 hours? I thought, or is, I thought it was like six or seven. I fucking know, man. I don't anyway, know. Anyways, but podcast about Pokemon. Yeah, cards. that's true. We're here to talk about Pokemon cards. We're not, man, it's just been a long time. So we're just, you know, catching up. Oh, this is like us just legitimately catching up. <laughs> yeah, I know. People think that we just like, we plan stuff or I don't know. Actually, probably no one thinks we plan anything for a podcast because our show is pretty shitty. But we, we actually just, it's all real. We just jump on. We're like actually catching up for real when we have these episodes because we just don't know what's going on. We're busy being dads, you know? everything else in life yeah okay so let's jump in though we're here to talk about paradox rift because we always review every set and this one almost slipped by it almost got to the point where we we're gonna miss it i'm like no we need to we can't have a, a set slip by that we don't review how are people gonna know what to do with themselves if they don't hear us review the cards and you misinterpret the cards you don't want advice you don't want advice from regional winners. You want advice from guys who don't even have the time to play anymore. <laughs> and spent, you know, spend an hour to look through the cards to give you their unbiased, unfiltered opinion. That's who you want. How you win. <laughs> you got to think outside the box. And the best way to get outside the box is listen to a bunch of has-beens ne or never was as... Talk about cards that they barely know. So let's do it. Okay, so when we review sets, we always break it down into a few categories. We talk about our top support single prizer our single prize attacker our pokemon ex a terra pokemon an item a tool a supporter a special energy and an artwork a stadium if we had one but we don't have a stadium for this set so we're going to be talking about our top pick for each of these categories austin do you want to start us off yeah what are we doing single support prize pokemon sure i mean we can just jump around and go whatever order you want if you want to spice it up we we can just do whatever you're shaking your head now. Okay, we can, we can go in order. <laughs> All right. All right, support single prizer. I feel like we had two valid options here, maybe three, but I'm going to go with the top two. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. Yeah. We had Iron Bundle, which is, I don't even know, Deli Bird, pretty much. Uh-huh. And Jirachi. Yeah, those are probably the and, two I looked at I thought were the yeah. most interesting. Yeah, so... I know what your, your choice is. I'll read Jirachi real quick. Yeah. Kind of come to it. So, Jirachi, 70 HP, basic Pokemon, steel type. And it has an ability. Prevent all damage counters from being placed on your bench Pokemon by effects of attacks on your opponent's basic. By used by your opponent's basic Pokemon. And it's good. And it's worth mentioning. But it's that basic Pokemon there at the end. You know, it's like, it's not going to stop Jolteon VMAX. I know it's on its way out, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. preventing damage counters. That's not going to stop Jolteon VMAX anyways, because Jolteon VMAX yeah, is damage. damage. So right. it's, this is very niche. It's it's for Sableye, right? It's a it's yeah. a Sableye counter, which, I mean, Sableye is super relevant. There's a lot of decks that play Sableye. I mean, Lost, Lost Box is, is great. I mean, tons of people still play it. When you combine Lost Box with, like, Giratina decks, and you combine that with the couple people playing Gudra, it starts making up, like, 
a pretty sizable amount of the meta share. So yeah. it's got it's got some places, but it's one of those things where like you still have to have Manaphy. You're still going to need to have that to stop the Greninja attacks. And then at that point, it's like now you have to have the bench space for both a Manaphy and a Jirachi. So it's really like a if, it, if you're going to play against Lost Box to really shut them down, you're going to have to play both. And at that point, you're allocating two bench spots to them. It was interesting, but it is, like you said, very, very niche. I guess if you got the space and you're just, if you have a terrible Lost Box matchup, maybe, and that's like your one thing, you're like, this matchup is horrible against Lost Box, and, and you got a space open, then it makes sense. Play Jirachi. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I'm going to actually, we got the same choice here, and I'll let you describe the next card. Sure. So our next what one, really Iron, do. Iron Bundle, a future Pokemon. Man, when I started looking through the set, I was like, what the fuck is a future Pokemon? I guess it's just like another thing like Single Strike or where they, they pick a name, you yeah. know, a title for something so they can make cards that interact with them and say like yeah, future really Pokemon. out of shape what? when you first were telling me about Single Strike and Racket Strike. And I was like, that's fucking dumb. And I was like, just really kind of pissed off that they were doing that. Yeah. And then this happened. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's, just, whatever, it's just you know? a continuation. We had... Single strike, rapid strike, rapid strike, fusion strike. Now we got future. And then I think another one too, fossil or something. Ancient. Something ancient. ancient. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Yeah. So what do we have? Like what's going to be in the middle? Are they going to, you know how they came out with fusion strike? Yeah. Later on? Is it going to be like modern? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Standard. It's just like present. <laughs> it's going to say present. Yeah. Present Pokemon. It's Pokemon who are, who can't get a mortgage because the interest rates are too high. That's, that's going to be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the interest rates that you high on their mortgage and health insurance it sucks that's present pokemon but anyways iron bundle a future pokemon has the ability hyper blower once during your turn if this pokemon is on your bench you may switch it with your opponent's active oh you may switch out your opponent's active pokemon to the bench your opponent chooses new active Pokemon. If you do, then you discard this Pokemon and all cards attached. So that's really why. I mean, that's why we're playing this card. We're not playing it for the attack. The attack, refri Refrigerated Stream, 80 damage, water to colorless. If the defending Pokemon's in evolution, it can't attack during your opponent's next turn. I mean, that's, hey, that's an attack. It's not amazing. But we're playing it for the ability because it's basically an escape rope that we can just have chilling on our bench. And when we get to one of those situations where, you know, we got, they only have like one thing on their bench we need to hit, but they give us the shitty card in the active. Now we can use this to just force them to maybe give us the one we want, or maybe just give us something else that they didn't want to give us, right? Like force them to give us, or maybe they play something that has some kind of a wall effect, you know, and this gets around that because now we can force them to, to bring something else into the active or or force that to the bench to cancel an effect and then do like a boss's orders to bring it back out if it's something that has like an effect we wanted to cancel. It just has a lot of applications. What, what were your thoughts? This reminds me of a card from Cosmic Eclipse. Can you remember? No. I cannot remember oh, that far back. The card you were all, all about. about. It. Oh, what the fuck yeah. card was? That, the one that you put it on the bottom of your deck or something? That one? Yeah. The Manaphy? You know, yeah, it was know. a man. 
Oh, Fion, Fioni, that thing. Fion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some some water yeah, yeah. thing. Exact same thing, except you don't discard it. You put it on the bottom of the deck. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. That was so, good. Fion, in case you're curious, Cosmic Eclipse is a water Pokemon. It's a basic. And if this Pokemon was on your bench, you could have your opponent switch their active Pokemon with their bench. Same thing. And if you do, um, you just put it at the bottom of your deck. So this Fion was a little bit better. Because you couldn't be decked out, but mm-hmm. that was it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, anyway, I think it'll see some play. I think it will. Not a lot. A little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's up with all these future Pokemon getting a new name. You know, it's like they evolve further. Yeah, I didn't even um, notice that at first. So why is it not called Deli Bird? Yeah. No, there's other ones. The fuck so. is that? What the hell is going on? Okay. Oh, next category then. Let's move on. Single prize attacker. I'll start off. I got this Espathra. Espathra? Espathra. It looks like some kind of uh, emu thing with bangs, with blonde bangs. And I got it because... I like it has this ability when you play ability called stance. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may prevent all damage from and effects of attacks of your opponent's Pokemon done to this Pokemon until the end of your opponent's next turn. I like that. You evolve it and they, they can't attack it. No damage. I like I like how you lead it off with single price attacker, the best you know, single price attacker that you think with its ability. You know, but you know. Yeah, that's finish, it. Finish that's it. Top, no, top. that that's the main thing. Well, they, I mean, attack's pretty good too. We're gonna get into that. But without the ability, without the ability, you wouldn't play this, right? The ability yeah, is the I point. Think, I think you're missing the mark. I think you're missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> the ability is is part of it, because what's gonna happen, right, is they can't attack you next turn, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. attack with this. Double Psychic Attack, Glittering Eyes, 70 plus. It says, if Tulip is in your discard pile, the attack does 70 more damage. And we're going to get Tulip in there, because Tulip is going to be an integral part of this deck, this supporter. Tulip says, put up to four in any combination of Psychic Pokemon and basic Psychic Energy from your discard pile into your hand. Super important, because what's going to happen... Both both pictures of that on there? I didn't put both. I put one. Did you put another one in there? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you put another one in there? I, just, I saw the regular that. Art in there. I just thought the cards looked pretty waifu-like, worth mentioning. Yeah, anyway, I guess they are kind of a little waifu But it's good for this deck, right? Because the whole point here, what I'm thinking, is you're going to play this Espathra. You're going to play a lot of the, you know, the basics out. And then basically every turn, you're just going to evolve this guy. And they're not going to attack you. And then you're going to hit him for 140. Whatever, and then they'll eventually knock you out. But the way that the trade is going back and forth is fantastic. Because 141 in a lost box matchup, it sucks to be lost box, right? Because they're not taking me out at all. I'm at 120, and they're not going to get to hit me. But for my 140, I'm going to knock them out. So I'm going to get way ahead in the prize trade. And then on top of that, in other matchups, I'm getting, let's say I attack first, 140. On my ev- I evolve, I hit for 140. Now they can't attack me because of stance. Then I end up for 140. I've done 280 to them already. And then finally they get a chance to knock me out. 
And if I, how many times do I have to do this for the for the game to be over? You know, it's a single prize deck. I think I do this like th three times, and then maybe someone to clean up some shit at the end. I mean, I guess. Like, good luck taking that to a regional, though. I don't know. I don't. Could be good. Who knows, man? You People a lot take of ties. A lot of ties. Yeah, I I only got to attack. Slow. I got to attack six times to win. All right, all right, all right. They got to knock out. I mean, a set, let's say in a perfect world. In a perfect world, I get to pull off stance every time. So they got to, in a perfect world, I'm possibly Still getting lost. like 11 turns yeah. before they win the game, right? Before even if they attack yeah. every turn because of stance. Let's say they can't get around the stance. And now how am I going to get these two psychic energies on here? Well, I got Zatu. Because Zatu has the ability Clairvoyant Sense. Once during your turn, you may attach a basic Psychic Energy card from your hand to one of your benched Pokemon. If you attach energy to this Pokemon in this way, you also get to draw two cards. So I'm going to use Tulip, and I'm going to keep grabbing my Aspathra back from Tulip, as well as the thing it evolves from. What the fuck is that? Flittle. I'm going to grab the Flittle, I'm going to grab Aspathra, and I'm going to grab two Psychic Energy back with Tulip. And I'm just going to keep chaining this thing. I'm going to be playing a couple Flittle, using Zatu to use its ability and attach the energy from my hand that I grabbed with Tulip. And then I got the card to evolve. I'm going to keep evolving over and over again. And every time I evolve, I'm just going to pull the stance. Yeah. I mean, it's good because even if they're bossing and hitting into your other stuff, like... They're gonna have to deal with stance at least once or twice. Yeah, that's gonna be enough time to. It's know, still it's still a one prize, right? So even if they yeah. boss something else, they're hitting another one prizer. But it's still just a matter matter of if they get hit by three stances in the game instead of six stances. You know, if they get hit by three of those stances, how many times are they gonna boss around me? Right? right. How many bosses you can, can also you prevent? You can also prevent the boss, right? Yeah. By saying. By doing, you know, evolving two in one turn. True. Yes, you're like cutting down your, your stance count, but say in a critical turn, maybe towards the end, fuck, make them all do stance. Mm -hmm. I can't do shit after that. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. how does that work? So if I as I evolve it on the bench and they move it to the active, it still has the effect? Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's interesting too. So I guess you could do it even to, to pretty kind of shore it up at the end. Now, of course, they could boss like Zatu or something, but even then, you're yeah, going you're for Zatu. Like Zatu down. Yeah, you're only going to play like two Zatu. Yeah, going to play two of them. Guarantee it. And that gives me my draw support from the Zatu. Since I'm using a lot of supporters, I'm going to be using like tulips and stuff. But it seems like it wouldn't be too hard to set this up and get this thing going. My main thing is just a matter of you might have to use some kind of little damage modifiers here and there or someone else that can clean up some, some stuff at the end, which there are cards that can do that. I think I'll talk about one later. You know, there's some things that can clean up some damage and put some damage on a bunch of different cards. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's got some promise. What do you got for the single prize attacker? Yeah. All right. So, we've got Simi Sage, stage one grass Pokemon, 100 HP. And like you, I'm going to open up with the ability because yeah. you know why not? It's all about the ability. The story without the ability. All right. So, as an ability. If you have Simi Sage, Simi Seer, and Simi Poor in play, ignore all colorless energy cost in the attacks by this Pokemon. So they all have it like this one has two colorless energy, the other one has two. Simi Seer has three. So you get it all out, and they're cheap attackers. Yeah. And they're okay. They're okay attackers. 
But Simi Sage is, I think, what actually makes this, you know, kind of possible. This attack is Arm Thrust Needle, 100 damage. You're going to have them all out, assuming that you do. And it's going to be for one Grass Energy. During your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from Pokemon that have an ability. Except for, you know, in case they manage to have Simi Sage out. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. <laughs> but... I thought, you know what, it's it's not bad. It's gonna require them to boss. You know, it's similar to what you have where, you know, it's gonna prevent them from hitting into it. Not as crazy as what you had available because they do have to have an ability. It seems like everything has an ability nowadays or whatever it wants to play. Yeah. Um semi seer's all right. Um fire energy does 190 damage, you know, so that's gonna be like your primary attacker. Yep. Semi Sage is what's actually gonna make it viable, I feel like. It's gonna buy you some time. Um, and then semi-poor is just 30 everywhere um, and 52 to the But active. also 50. So. Hey, I mean, that 30 everywhere is pretty good, though. Like, yeah. if they're playing a so. lot of base. And it can pick up what the other ones miss, right? Like, if they go Simiseer for 190, Simisage for 100 or something, you're at 290, and then this dude can can fix the math and spread out that 30, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought the Simisage is good if you got really good at using it, you know. Yeah. Be an option. Yeah, I like uh, it. No, I wasn't too stoked about the single prize attackers, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I don't like about them is that, you know, they're all three of them are stage ones, right? That's the only thing I don't like is to get that ability to work. All three of them are going to have to evolve. Yeah, you're going to have to play like three copies of each, you know, at least. And you're going to have to play, I mean, you can only play... F- for, or I guess, okay, so they have the, the basics, right? They're all different. But, I mean, that's a lot of Pokemon, right? Like, three copies of each of these, and what, three copies of each of the basics? Yeah. So you're at, quickly, man. you're at you're at 18 Pokemon, just... 19. 18, right? Uh, yeah. 18, yeah. Nine and nine, and nine. so, damn, man. That's that's 18 Pokemon, and you're playing nothing in your deck yet but Sinusage. Yeah. You got to commit, but, but I mean, you don't need much energy looking at this. Yeah. Once you got the no, strat, if the strategy is in effect, you don't need many energy. Yeah. And then you're going to play a bunch of rods, which can get you the energy back and, and some more of these other guys, your monkeys back as well as the energy with rods. So. Yeah. But you do have to find the correct type of energy too, which it could be a bummer. So. Yeah. It could be all right. I don't know. I think it'll still happen. But once once you get all the monkeys out of your deck, smooth sailing. And you can have two of each, right? You could just put down two pan seer, two pan sage, and two pan poor, so you're ready to go no matter what. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what am I going to put on my bench? It's the same thing every time, you know? Yeah, if only we had a card that would let you, like, on your first turn, grab two Pokemon from the deck and put them right onto your bench. A card that Austin loves. Yeah. I've been using it actually. <laughs> You've been using yeah. Battle VIP Pass. Yeah, I have. Yeah. You know, after our last episode, I did a swap and I took out the Battle VIP passes and I put Great Balls yeah. in Giratina. Man, yeah. it made it literally was not at all worse. It was probably the same, if not better. Hey, what I tell you? <laughs> it man. made like no difference. Like taking out Battle VIP Pass and just replacing them for one to one Great Balls. I found myself using the great like if I played a great ball on turn one, I still grabbed the Pokemon. But then even if I didn't get a great ball in turn one, I eventually got to use the great balls to actually find my Garatina V stars. Like as the deck got thinned, like 
they actually became a pretty useful card. Like I, I think you can I actually, I think you can swap out Battle VIP Pass and not feel bad about it. Yeah, I mean, I would have been cool if Randy said I did it with the livery drone and it had nothing but success. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't because I mean, all, all the deli- the delivery jo- drones were purchased already from TCG player. You know, someone did a oh. mass buyout. They knew what they were going to be worth. Yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Next category: Pokemon EX. What's yeah, that? Pokemon EX. I got this this stupid ass Goldengo. Yeah. Goldengo EX. He's got an ability, coin bonus. Once during your turn, you may draw a card. If this Pokemon's in the active spot, draw one more. So, hey, that's good. You get two cards just for being in the active. That's that's nice. And then he is a stage one. So you only got to evolve once. That's, that's positive in a world of stage two EX Pokemon. And then you got this attack. This is why he's here. One steel energy. Make it rain. 50 times, discard any number of basic energy cards from your hand, and the attack does 50 damage for each card you discarded in this way. I mean, what can you not like? But this is this is energy orgy, man. This is energy orgy. 2.0. This is energy orgy 2.0, but with a with an EX Pokemon that has 260 HP. And I mean, come on. People are using, you know, Shim Pao because it has no damage cap. I mean, here you go. No damage cap, and all you gotta do is energy and we have all these cards that just get the energy back. You know, we got superior energy retrieval. Put four basic energy cards in your discard pile into your hand. We got rods where you can shuffle them back into the deck to use them at the end of the game when the deck's thin. We got this new earthen vessel item card, an ancient card. You have to discard a card from your hand, but then you get to just search your deck for two basic energy cards. And then, yeah. and then we got the old, the old school Eldegoss still. Not, it's not gone yet. Cotton Lift. Once during your turn, search your deck for two basic energy cards. Reveal and put them into your hand. I mean, if you have one Eldegoss out and one Earthen Vessel, you have a guaranteed four energy you can just grab. That's 200. And then as they, they start piling up in the discard, you're going to get superior energy retrievals. And grab them back, but you still got Eldegoss, right? That's the beauty. Is you could still like Cotton Lift, or even Earthen Vessel, right? You could do Earthen Vessel, Superior Energy Retrieval, and have six energy in your hand. Or you could do Cotton Lift, Superior Energy Retrieval, have six energy in your hand. It just seems like it would be so easy. Well, I was playing this the other night. You were, uh, like this? With did you use the Eldegoss and stuff? Oh man, nice! I thought yeah, I was being right. creative. Been, no, it's been done. But hey, I've got a creative take on it. I it's saw really you good. posted a list, and it wasn't this. So yeah. I was like, "Yes, Austin posted a list, but it's not my Eldegoss stupid no, version that I that I thought of." No, this one's not as good, but I don't think anyone's doing it. Okay, so yours is rogue. So the combo. Well, uh, well, Null is rogue though. No, no plays rogue decks. Yeah, I, yeah, but I think it's. I saw it on the ladder too. Oh, I think, fuck I think that. it's out there. Fuck. Anyway, Corygon Z from this set, Buggy Turbo. Um, once during your turn, you may flip a coin. Heads attach up to four basic energy cards from your discard pile to this Pokemon. You're like, what the fuck, man? That's not in your hand. Well, what if you had an old cemetery down that had 20 damage counters on it, and then you played Sharon's Care? Do you remember what Sharon's Care does? I'll read it for you. Yeah, you want to pick it up, right? And- yeah, color this Pokemon with any damage counters on it and attach cards into your hand. 
hey, that's pretty cool. Wait, we're putting, so, we're putting the Porygon Z? Yeah, into your hand. So you use its ability, you get the energy on it, and then you place your hand. Oh, oh just to get it back. So that way you have the energy back? Yeah. Why wouldn't we just play the energy retrieval? <laughs> you, you play the energy retrieval too. But then the Porygon Z has an attack. But they're coming, they're all coming out of the discard, aren't they? Huh? Wait, isn't the yes. Porygon also coming out of the discard? Yeah, it is. Wait, so we have to have eight energy in the discard? No, no, it gets, it goes, no, it goes on the Porygon and then it goes to your hand. No, but, okay, you said we're going to play Porygon, but we're also going to play the energy retrieval. The energy retrieval requires four in the discard, but you're saying you're also going to grab four in the discard from Porygon. That means in this world of yours, there's eight energy in the discard already. Ultra ball, man. <laughs> why are we why are we gonna fill our discard with eight energy just so we can play a supporter to put the Porygon in our hand? I just thought this was a rogue way of doing it. Oh, it's I rogue alright. Like you, man. <laughs> it doesn't it, work. That is it like me gym, mental gymnastics to the max, man. That's Wombo that combo, that is big man. brain. Why play something easy like cotton lift? When you can play a supporter to grab a Porygon and hopefully get the energy off a coin flip to then put it back into your hand and also play a super energy retrieval because you filled your discard pile with energy. Okay, anyways, let's hear your Pokemon EX since you think you can play Goldengo better than me. Say that. Never said that. Said that I was more rogue. <laughs> <laughs> your your idea is more rogue than mine apparently i didn't know that this was a thing austin i thought i was being creative yeah i, I mean, didn't even i didn't so. look i spent no time to look at what people are playing i just looked at the cards and was like oh yeah and i haven't been listening to anyone's podcasts so i didn't know what people are saying about the set i just saw this card and i thought of energy orgy and i just thought it would be fun been there been done, man. Okay, what's your EX? Of course, he was so successful that people just, you know, anyway. Um, Iron Valiant EX Valiant. Valiant? Valium? Valiant? Valiant. It is a basic psychic Pokemon, 220 HP, and it is, according to Noldok, a cross between Gardevoir and Gallade in the future. Hmm. That's what it is. So okay, that's kind of a bummer, but I guess it's technically a carnivore card, so we're going to stand behind it, aren't we? Yeah, you get both. Yeah, um, and it has an ability. Tack tachyon bits, and uh, once during your turn, this Pokemon moves from your bench to the active. You may put two damage counters off one of your opponent's Pokemon. Yeah, it's that good. You can only do it once per turn, and you know. I was like, immediately, I was like, I'm going to pair it with that Snorlax doll card. Because I read Snorlax doll, and it was an item card that was like, hey, you can put this down, and if they hit it, they don't take a prize card. It has 120 HP, and you can discard it anytime you want. So, you you know, mm -hmm. you put it in the active, you discard it, this moves up, you know, free switch, you know? And yeah. All that cool stuff. And then I actually read Snorlax doll, and... You have to have it in your opening hand. It's yeah. similar to Battle yeah, VIP Pass. So, yeah, so. It's kind of annoying. But you, kind so, of a bummer. So are you attacking then with Iron Valiant 
Yeah, like, are no, you going to attack no, with this no. Pokemon or just use it for the ability? No, and Glenn mentioned it, but Nolnak had already told me about it, and I already played with it. I've been using it with Jolteon VMAX. Oh, because it's got the free retreat, but then you still got to play a Switch card to get it back out. You still have to play a Switch card, but there's an item card called, like, Future Capsule or something that yeah. makes it where it has a free retreat. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. So you switch, you retreat, you ping, you ping, you know, you ping, you ping, and you just start um, attacking with, with Jolteon. It's that easy, man. Yeah. So. Well, I guess then you'd want to have, like, escape rope, though, because you'd want to move them yeah. to the bench so Jolteon can... Right. You got go an escape rope? Well, no, and it doesn't... I mean, it does wherever you want. It doesn't go to the active. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's... you play switch, yeah. So it makes Jolteon... Is Jolteon good? Does it seem yeah. like it's good? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's just Jolteon. And then, you know, it's a little bit, it looks a little different. It feels a little different because you're playing like. Well, it's Jolteon, but now we have the steps of like having to move things to do it instead of just like, you know, placing damage counters every turn with quick shooting. Yeah. And I think there's there's a list recently because Glenn was bringing it up. I could shoot you my list, but it feels a little different. You set up a little differently, but, you know, you're using that um, force heal stone, you know, yeah. set up and things like that. But. Now you, still have, right. you still have Manaphy to deal with, but I suppose yeah, you could be putting right. damage counters on the Manaphy. Yeah, that's what you do. You can easily knock out Manaphy because you do. You can pull off three of these in a turn easily, you know? So, really? Yeah. Hmm. So, and, but if they bring the Manaphy back out, it kind of fucks then. So Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, pretty good, I gotta say. It's a lot of fun. Um... I think it's a really good card. It's a bummer you can only do it once per turn. So, and you just have to be very careful on um, which one you've already done it with, you know? So don't, yeah. not to like switch it, switch it, and then bring the other one, the, the one you've already used back out. So those ability used counters are quite handy at that point. Yeah. So, so I'm going, that was sad, but yeah. And then so we got other cards that, that drop damage too. You know, we got like that Halucha. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just to, I mean, I mean to get that, so you're not having to like, because you said you could do three of these on a turn, where you could do three of these and a halucha to kill a manaphy in a single turn. Then, you know, having yeah. like one of those to get your seventy. Yeah, you can do that. So, if you're worried about the manaphy, um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty easy to use. Gotta say, you still yeah. use the elemental badge, all that shit. You know. I mean, obviously, it's a two prizer that you're kind of risking, but. You just got to win, right? Win fast. That's all you do, man. I mean, it, that gets pretty over overwhelming after a while. Just, do you play I mean, like... Uh, does. That's that dumbass uh, fighting V Pokemon that you like drop damage counters or something in Met Metacham, right? Metacham, yeah. Do you play you that with it. it too? Yeah, I pulled that off a couple times. Yeah, that seems that seems um, like it would work really well with this. And then you get to do then you get to do those all over again. And yeah. And attack. It's, it's pretty crazy. So... Hmm. Um, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, let's go into uh, Terra Pokemon. You want to start the Terra? Yeah, but like, I didn't really say, maybe I said something last time, or if I didn't, maybe I should have, because like, I don't feel like this needs to be a category, but whatever, man, like, it's fine. <laughs> well, there's, there's too many cards to just pick one. Now that we don't have V and V Mags, what are we going to do? Just pick two? <laughs> EX? I guess we could. Poor EX and attack. I don't the, know. The, the, the Terras, uh, I guess they don't all have really high HP. This one you picked doesn't, but a lot of them have really high HPs and stuff. 
I guess we could just put like two EXs or something for the future. No, it's fine, that's fine. <laughs> we can this just keep it going, cool. you know? Yeah. All right, here's what I came up with, man. Yeah. Mewtwo EX. It's pretty cool. It's a lightning Pokemon. It's basic. And what I want to be talking about here is not its low two throaty HP that you mentioned before. Yeah. Which isn't really that bad for EXP. Or, you know, EX basic one at this point in time. I feel like it's pretty high, you know? Yeah, it's higher than, like, like Maridon and a lot of other things. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they're, like, 220. You got 10 extra. There you go. It's not bad. It's not not bad. I got really excited about this card when I looked at it for the first time. And then I almost pulled an Austin. And I, I almost didn't realize that Gardevoir EX cannot attach energy to it. I got really excited as this is like a partner, an upgraded yeah. partner for Gardevoir EX to get rid of Zacian. And then mm-hmm. I was like, this is a fucking lightning Pokemon. Yeah. Damn it. That's all right. I, I had put it in the document and it was all ready to use it. And then I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, the thing about Austin is he just goes with it, man. He just yeah. sends it. He realizes he's wrong and he's just like, oh, we're just going to keep going. Yes, I've already pasted anyway. it. Okay, go ahead. How are you going to use this? <laughs> Photokinesis, a second attack, two psychic energy. This attack does 30 more damage for each psychic energy attached to all of your Pokemon. It can be yeah. 10 plus. It's going to be very similar to Shadow Rider VMAX. They'll have yeah. to evolve. You're like, how are you going to do this? Well, you could pair it with, you know, Shadow Rider VMAX. You're going to have to manually attach to the Mewtwo EX, but whatever. It's going to give you a different typing. You know, you can instantly put one copy in, in Shadow Rider, and I think you'd be all right, you know? Mm-hmm. Just keep in mind you'd have to manually attach, but I think it's pretty cool. War, which you could do, and what I think you ought to do is you could play it with Porygon Z. Yeah, that's right. That Porygon Z I mentioned earlier. Yeah, you just get you load the energy on the Porygon, right? Load energy on the Porygon, and you just start swinging because I ideally you you know once per turn you'd be putting up to four basic energy onto a Porygon Z. I don't see why not. You know what I mean? Get two Porygon Z's now, get eight energy in the discard pile, and you're off to the races. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you just got to flip the coin and get heads, right? You just got to flip the coins, but if you got two Porygon Z's, right? I mean, that's, what, 50% chance? 25, 50% chance? 50, yeah. You know? You flip two coins, oh, one of them's out. What if it's going to work, know? right? One of them's going to work, yeah. At least by your second time, too, and then one of them's going to hit, you know? And there's that. So. There's a tool card, right, to give them more HP. Yeah. I For the Mewtwo the EX. You can get them to 280. Yeah. I think it is. Or is it more 40 or 50? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Bravery yeah. Charm, so, I think it's called. I know you like Porygon. Porygon Z. There's I one do. you've used recently in the past. And uh, yeah, I think it's a thing. I really do believe it. I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to be a dickhead. No, I mean, the only thing I don't like about it is that you need two energy to attack with fo- Photon Kinesis. And we don't have a way to like just accelerate those psychic energies. That's yeah. the only thing I don't it's like. Good. Well, you get play yeah, a bunch yeah, of right hand or something. It. Yeah, bad Meridian or mm, like uh, EXP share, you know? Like, that's yeah. not going to accelerate. But yeah. Gonna, but if you do it, around. I don't know. I, I like it better with Bravery Charm on it, but then we can't yeah. use EXP share. Bravery Charm would give it that extra 50 HP. 280 is a lot harder to knock out. Yeah, then it's pretty good because you want you want to keep them in play, right? Because you want to keep yeah. the energy in play. 
Because if this goes down, you lose two energy as well that you've stored up. And I mean, really, to get these numbers to even matter, that's a lot of energy. You got to get on the board. You know what I mean? Like, seven energy before the numbers are comparable to, like, anyone else that's in the X swinging for 200. There's a lot of 200 swinging EXs these days and Vs. Like, it's not that hard. You got two on the Mewtwo you're attacking with, you know? and you got, Then you needed four you from eight, the Porygon, and then another months. another one, and then if the Mewtwo For goes ten. down because it gets knocked out, you know what I'm saying? That's that's where I get yeah, but but I guess maybe we should take this opportunity to read its first attack. Maybe maybe that'll just, you know, okay. shed some light on why, why this might be a thing, is that transfer charge. Attach up to two basic psychic energy cards from your discard pile to your Pokemon any way you like. You know, so you just gotta cut a couple more energies in the discard. I'm just saying. Yeah. Big deal. So. Yeah, I mean, I think with Shadow Rider, it's still pretty cool because you could definitely get even more. But uh, then you're risking the Shadow Rider, and that's knocked up all these fucking Charizard decks. I do like that this is a fighting weakness. That's pretty nice. That yeah. fighting weakness is good. And then it's an electric Pokemon, so you get to fuck over Lugia. So that's good. You don't need a lot of energy on it to fuck over Lugia. You only need like fucking f four well, five five energy in play altogether and maybe you don't even need that many energy because there's a porygon right are you, are you with me yeah porygon it's good to have porygon get the porygon so you get the rare candy that has an attack that you can pick any type any type and you can make it your opponent's active pokemon's defending pokemon's uh you know weakness as an ability or an attack as an attack oh so you have to attack with a porygon and then you, you change make it, it. Make it weak. Yeah, make it weak to lightning. Maybe you don't need that many energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just gotta do the attack first. You just gotta do that attack, <laughs> and then you come in with me too. You know, uh, you know. Yeah. You had to manually attach to the Porygon, and then you had to manually attach twice to the Mewtwo. But hey, it might happen. It's it might. Great. It you might. Put the EXP share on the Mewtwo, so when the Porygon gets knocked out, you know that's that's how it works. I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Or just play a lot of. It's maybe it's it. as simple as playing a lot of Raihan. I mean, maybe it's as simple as that. Like, play four right hand in the deck, and just guarantee that every four. guarantee every turn that you fucking get a Mewtwo set up again and again and again. And let's be honest, I don't know. I I can't side off every card like I used to. So like, there's probably other options to accelerate, but just not even aware of anymore. I don't know. I just well, I, there's a there's a coin flip card that yeah. can attach energy from like the discard or something. It's a coin flip card. Yeah. I know of some coin flip ones. I don't know of anything that we can just like attach an energy to this guy just for the hell of it, you know, like on the turn without using Gardevoir. That's I, I was so excited when I thought I could play this with Gardevoir and then very disappointed. What about Arceus? Why don't we just play with Arceus? You know? Arceus attacks to Vs. Huh? Arceus attaches to V Pokemon. Fucking Arceus, man. <laughs> Fucking Arceus, man. <laughs> Why does he got to be that way? <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. I think it was the best. Okay, my Terra. I got Terracina EX. And I have Terracina. It's a 310 Terra Pokemon. It's a water Pokemon, but a grass attack. One has a weakness of metal. I like it having a weakness of metal. It's pretty cool, except for the gold dangos. You know, that sucks, but gold dangos going to fuck you over no matter what, I suppose. 
But I have it because this first attack, Icicle, Sh Icicle Soul. It's a one grass attack. Put damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon until its remaining HP is 30. So obviously people could say, well, they're going to try, you know, they just won't evolve. You know, they'll avoid doing that. Yeah, but they're avoiding evolving and all of that. That's still pretty bad to just avoid playing your cards the way you need to play them. So I like that because once they start evolving, you put them to 30. We're going to do this attack a few times. I don't know what I would pair this with. What other cards? There's got just some other attacker, you know, that can use grass. There's got to be someone else. But mostly what I like is I like pairing this with this Iron Jugulus future Pokemon. And it has this three colorless attack that says this attack does 50 damage to three of your opponent's Pokemon that have any damage counters on them. So if you've done Tiracina a few times, you can set up like three Pokemon that are within 30 HP of dying and then do one iron Jagulus attack and just like win the game. Do like three, two prizers in a single turn. Yeah. By going 50, 50, there. 50. And then I yeah, also thought of like, besides that you have, you can play like the Halucha to drop additional damage counters. And then you could use Alakazam to move two damage yeah. counters. So the combination of putting them to 30 and then starting to just like take, you know, 20 off of someone else and move it on to the one that was 30. And then you can always like still Iron Dragulis or something later to, to finish that off. We could do Iron Valiant. Yeah. yeah, you could do that too, right? That would also be super yeah. easy. Because you're just, you just need a switch. Yeah. And a retreat. You would just need a switch and one with a tool card on it. Yep. Dang. Yeah. So maybe that's the partner that goes with Tiracina. I don't know. Or yeah. just someone someone that has some simple grass attack. I don't know. Well, but there is one. There 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 is a Pokemon. It's um a Terra Pokemon. I don't know the name of it. It's stage one, I remember that. But for three grass energy, it does thirty damage to all of your opponent's Pokemon. Oh, that's fucking fucking good too. Perfect. Perfect. Pair those yeah. two together, I don't know but what it is. I saw it earlier, but then I was like because I saw what you were doing here, and yeah. I was going to tell you about it, but then I thought maybe mm. the Iron Dugulus would have been a little bit better since it's just a basic. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and it's, yeah, it's got three energy, but you could do like, you know, a double turbo. And because Tiracina is so cheap with only one grass, like if I put an Iron Dugulus on my bench and I attach one grass energy to it, is someone going to really go out of their way to boss that Iron Jagulus? Like They're going to have to jump through hoops to take out that single prizer. And at that point, I'm still doing okay because I could just play another Iron Jagulus and use like Attach a Grass and then just have it sitting there ready to do like a double turbo. And even if the double turbo reduces my 50 down to 30, 30, 30, that's fine because I still got Icicle Soul, which put them all down to 30. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of my thinking with Iron Jagulus. But you're right, we could also throw in things like the Iron Valiant or, you know, and then we have those other options like Alakazam to move stuff around and Halucha. And like you were saying, there's there's some other attacker. I don't know it, but you said there is one. Someone else who uses grass. It would be nice to have just someone else to put a threat to force them to evolve into a VMAX or, you know, the big boy EX. That's the only thing is like you just want to make sure that someone out there will force them to evolve so that I can play Tiracina. Right, like you're gonna knock it out anyway. You know, yeah, like, like it's, to evolve or knock if you out. don't yeah. evolve, you're you're gonna deal with someone that you know that can do the stuff. I mean, well, actually, I guess she does 180 though. 
What am I? I mean, that's actually pretty yeah. good. Maybe that's not bad. Maybe that does force them to evolve, right? If they don't evolve for two grass, you can do 180. That's not bad either. That might that combined with Iron Valiant might make them think otherwise from not evolving. It'll make them think. Otherwise. You know, like that's what you can do. Yeah, place twenty damage with Iron Valiant. Hit him for one eighty. They got two hundred on him. That might make them go. Yeah, I should evolve. I should evolve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, item card. What you got? Uh, I went with Countercatcher, and I'm just going to say it's staple. It's yeah, staple. I put it too, so yeah. there we go. Sweet. Both picked the Countercatcher. What does it do? Tell tell the world who probably already knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can only use this card if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent. So if you're losing, yep. you know, just put that out there. Um, switch your opponent's bench Pokemon to the active spot. This is really nice because this is a really consistent way to not have to play a supporter to gust. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna, you know, freeze a lot of gives you a lot of options. So And we always know there's always those situations at the end, right, where you're like, I need cards. Like I need to play a professor's research because I need to draw, but I also need to gust on the same turn. It's the end of the game. I need to draw and I need to get the gust. Well, now you don't have to like draw into the boss for the next turn and hope they don't win. You could professor into the counter catcher and win the game. Yeah. Yep. So. Gotcha. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's a good one. It's a yeah. goodie. I was going to say it's a staple. It's, it's a good in. Okay. Next one. I think right. we picked the same tool card. I picked the technical machine blindside. Is that what you picked? Yeah. Yeah, Man, it is. Another good one. It's. Okay, so like it's kind of like those tools we had in the past where you have to have the you know the energy cost to use an attack. It gives you another attack. But it says for three colorless blindside, this attack does a hundred damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon that hasn't any damage counters on it. I mean, why would you not want to have the option to do a snipe? Yeah. I mean, he built the whole deck around it with Jolteon, so why yeah. not just have the, the option? Yeah, it's three colorless, but if you already have energy on your Pokemon from whatever some from whatever other attack it's doing. You know? Most Pokemons have attack Pokemon have attacks that are what, like two or three energy? So and it's colorless. So if I already have the energy on me from whatever my previous attack, and then they try to run away to force me to get a boss, I don't have to get a boss anymore. I can just technical machine blindside. I like it. I really do. And that's what I picked. But in light of what you just told me about with the Terracina, why don't we talk about technical machine de-evolution? Same concept, but for one colorless energy, de-evolve each of your opponent's Pokemon by putting either highest stage evolution into their opponent's hand. So you say they already evolve. Yeah. You hit them, right? Yep. You just get like Terracina, and the next turn you hit him with this. The only thing I don't like boy. about that is you get less prizes, then, right? Because you're going to put the big boy back in their hands. So, like, I guess for the X's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it gets around. Yeah. Like, at that point, I don't got to do the. If they're not going to evolve, if they're not going to evolve with Terracina in the Terracina matchup, I would just use Dropkick, you know? If you're not going to evolve, well, fuck you, Dropkick. 
Trop kick, actually. Yeah. Trop kick. You can actually, like, drop kick him. Drop kick like him. when you, like, you're at a regional and be like, I'm going to let you know. I can use drop kick in and outside of this game. <laughs> fucking drop kick you. I will drop, not drop. I will drop kick you. I'll drop kick him under the table, man. I don't even care. No one's there to see under the table. What happens under the table stays under the table at a regional. <laughs> That's for me. Get a tuggy from the guy next door. <laughs> well, they do. I mean, they put you so close to everyone at this point. You're. Yeah. You're at all time. You're like. <laughs> You're within seven inches of a handy at all times at a regional. <laughs> they're oh, really, they're really just compacting people. Yeah, I don't know. It's an option, but we've seen this in the past where we've tried to pull that off and it doesn't work with like the evolution spray and all that. So, but maybe yeah, that's just because we're not good, Austin. You ever think of that? I mean, maybe we're we just not good Pokemon enough to make it work. Community. I meant the whole Pokemon community. Said why? Said why? Maybe they're not good. Maybe none of us are good enough. Never works. Never works. So we need some Yu-Gi-Oh right. players to play the game to to play it right. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> toxicity in our lives. All right, you ready for the next next yeah. category? Yep, supporter. Rough, but <laughs> oh, yeah. what do you best. got? The uh, best supporter, Professor Sato's Vitality. Mm. And uh, it's an ancient card. I like the way the you know it goes from normal card to ancient. That's pretty cool. Good job, Pokemon. Choose up to two of your ancient Pokemon and attach a basic energy card from your discard pile to each of them. If you attach an energy card. In this way, draw three cards. Sorry, I uh, struggled to read that. Um, I mean, it's good, but it's very specific to yeah. ancient Pokemon. Um, that's really all I have to say. It's like going back and saying that, like, I can't even think of a single strike one. I was going to say single strike mustard is good, but there was a rapid strike I, this, mustard. But this it's is like, like Welder that we used to have. You're getting to draw three and attach energy, but they got to be in the discard. But it's so specific, right? Like you said, it's got to be an ancient Pokemon. Maybe you mm. throw maybe you throw an ancient Pokemon in your deck with your Mewtwo, and you do Porygon Z, Mewtwo EX, and an ancient Pokemon, and you also attach energy from the discard pile. Yeah, at this point, we're going to need 20 energy in the discard pile. <laughs> right. Well, because we're gonna get two, we're gonna get two heads on the Porygon, and we're gonna do one of these ancients as well. So, yeah, and we're then, gonna we're gonna, then we're gonna see. Then we then we use energy switch and just put it onto the Mewtwo, and then you know profits. Boom. Hey, that actually isn't so bad if energy switch is still a thing. I don't think it is anymore. Is it? No, it's not. No. No, unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, your grand scheme of. Is there a radiant Pokemon? Four-dimensional chest is not going to happen. I don't is think a radiant, a radiant that moves energy? No. Yeah. No, man. No. That would be too good. That would make this game fun. Let's use every mechanic in the game. <laughs> hey, that should be a deck. That should be a rogue deck. What? You know, a, a rogue rat invitational thing. You have to use every current like standard mechanic. So you have to have a deck that includes single strike, fusion strike, ancient you know radiant 
So, so we just play that Pokemon that says that if you have, you know, it can use any of those energy types, Deoxys. Yeah, well, you'd have to use Deoxys, but you also have that Ancient and Future oh, Pokemon yeah. in there. Throw them in yeah. for shits and gigs, right? And now. Radiant. You have to have a V Star, a V Mag, <laughs> an EX, a Terra, every mechanic in the game. And, you know, call it a deck. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey, where the fuck did my supporter go? I, I put his supporter down here yeah, and it's... Uh... I, I deleted it on accident. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, let me try to figure out what the, what the hell supporter you was it. What I picked. Oh, did you I pick the same one? Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense because most of these so other ones are... <laughs> like, did I pick Tulip? No, Tulip I just put because it was used with the other deck. I didn't think it was actually good. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. I picked the same thing. Same reasons. I mean, I just, it's going to get played if someone wants to play Ancient because you're getting to, if Welder was played, this is going to get played. But it's got to be in a deck with Ancient and we have to actually want to play Ancient. So, yeah, there's that. Okay, last, not last, almost last on the list. Yeah. We no got, stadiums. there's no stadiums here. But we do have a special energy. We have one choice. Yeah. But it's the best and makes it the best. It's it's it also makes it the most rogue. The, the best, the most rogue, everything by default. Medical energy. As long as it's attached to a Pokemon, it provides colorless energy. When you attach this to your hand from your hand to one of your Pokemon, you heal 30 damage from that Pokemon. Nah. 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 I mean like in a very specific in a world where the meta is super small and you know that that 30 damage is going to be a big deal mm -hmm. you know like it, i mean it's it's not bad if it wasn't from your hand i would like it because then you could bring blissey back you know imagine blissey charging up for these guys 120 oh, damage he healed don't fucking do that man 120 medical energy no, with blissey that's even that's what Don't I wanted. Don't even speak it. Don't even speak it. That's what I wanted so bad. That's not what we need. I sold all so my blissies, man. And that, that would have made me possibly buy them back. No. Just to do that. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I mean, there's going to be a point in time where it's going to be very useful. It's going to be played a lot. Uh, you know. But not right now. Last category, artwork. What's your favorite artwork from the set? I've got to. I always do it. But the one that, like, absolutely no dispute that I really liked was the Joltik. Just the Joltik, man. You see that? Yeah, I'm looking at him. Really? What did you like about this? Yeah. Wait, because he's sleeping on the, the dog's butt? Yeah, the yamper there. That's pretty cute. And just the fact that it's like, I think all Pokemon art should be like this. I think all the cards should look like this. It doesn't have to be holographic, you know? Maybe we can have alternate arts that are cooler. But, I like, this is, like... You want to see more cards Pokemon. with the dog's anus facing us? It's more of a... Well, yeah, Look at the shadowing. Is, the but, shadowing is leading yeah, us... It's leading our eye right to what right should to the, be the right, dog's right butthole. Yeah, it's right to the gooch. But... <laughs> I like this. This is an absolute display of the Pokemon. You know, I enjoy some of the cards with the scenery, but I think this should be the standard, and I just really yeah. like the artwork, man. That's okay. all I gotta say. And my honorable mention is from the past sets. I really like the artwork that comes from um, this style. Sets. Let's see. Toshinao yeah, Aoki? Toshinao Aoki. 
And that's the one that did the slowpoke that I really liked that I actually went out and bought that I'm showing you that you're not looking at. Maybe you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. The slowpoke. Yeah. The slowpoke, the ice cube. And uh, so he did another card. He did two, but this was the best of the set. And that's Fire Hands EX. Mm -hmm. And uh, which is Harry Mama, Harry Alma, the card that we, you know, did a what the fuck about a while back. And uh, yeah, I just like it. You know, like how it's like, if you look at it, it's like ran, ran through all the walls. Yep. And it's all the shape of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just really like that artist. I'm, I'll, I'll buy this card. And I'm, I'm, I'm just a fan of this artist at this point. So. You just can't collect all that that artist's work. Yeah. So his Pokemon cards. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, nothing else. Just, 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 no. Not gonna actually support. <laughs> no, him, no, yeah, fucking merch. fucking support artists, man. Yeah. They chose their. <laughs> you made your bed, laying it. <laughs> yeah. Lay lay in that bed of newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. Maybe I could actually like buy some of his artwork if it's good. So I went yeah. with Altaria EX. So yeah. Altaria, one of my all-time favorite Pokemon. It's in the top three favorites of mine. Love Altaria. I love the way this artwork looks. I love seeing the clouds. How he's just kind of one with the clouds. And we see all these other little seagull Pokemon. I forget their names. Something gull flying around and... Mm -hmm. Like the nice little pinks there, and I like the little shimmer off of the water. It just kind of looks like I don't know, it just looks like anime. It's got this I'm trying to think what anime Kiki's delivery service, maybe. It just kind of has like that kind of vibe to it. Just just looks right. Feels right. Kiki's, I mean, it's not the animation style of Kiki's delivery service, but I could I could picture it. She's her, in the know, sky, maybe. Up. Yeah, she's in the sky, but she flies higher than the birds. They make reference to that. She yeah, but I don't know. You still some the way the you see the clouds and stuff when she's there. Maybe I don't know. It's been yeah. I mean, she's like it's been she's a few finished, years like since she, I've washed it. She's on a seashore. It's on. Um, you can watch it on um, HBO Max if you've got it. Yeah, I don't want to see it again, man. I've seen it once. <laughs> once is enough. But I, I I watch it several times. I watch all of them. Really? Yeah. I thought it was okay, but not enough to keep watching it. But. It's like a we. It's like in our Halloween like movie. Oh, is you it? Know, it's like uh, it gets to be about Halloween. You know, mm. turn it off. So I got you. I could see okay, it man. there. But yeah, that's what I like. I just. I mean, I love Altaria. I was really hoping this card was a lot better. Yeah. Than it was, because I was like, oh, cool. I'm gonna play an Altaria deck because there's Altaria again. Let me let me yeah. once again build a deck that's not good so I can play Altaria because I like Altaria and then, you know. Yeah. This thing. There's still like good Altaria cards out there though, like the Dragon one. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the Dragon one wasn't that good. Well, oh, you mean like yeah. the the ones right now? You're saying? Yeah. Oh, the Bakupla. Yeah, yeah, but that's not an attacker. I want to attack with Altaria Austin. I don't want Altaria to just be there. I want Altaria front and center. I want to go all out, all out Altaria. Not good. Well, cool, man. Hey, we, we reviewed a set. We did, but I do this. I want to talk more about Toshino Aoki. Okay. You looked up? Fun set. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, he's an illustrator for the Pokemon trading card game. We all knew that. His first card, Surfing Pikachu, 
You know, oh, yeah, 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 that was him. Was released he's, in 1997. That long ago, really? Yeah, so he's been involved. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, maybe I can't buy all of his cards because he's been in every set and we're just yeah. not realizing it. No, he took a 19 year absence and he didn't come back until Crown Zenith, where he released an execute ex exuter card. And I know exactly which one it is. So I didn't like the artwork for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, kind of that sounds bad. But <laughs> I think his I think his artwork looks really good on the full art cards. But we'll, we'll so good on you. So he's done fifty two cards in total. That's cool. I didn't know he was the original surfing Pikachu. That's neat. Yeah. A good so, good fact to know. Yeah. He even did a Bullpix card. That's cool. I think um I'm even giving that one to my brother. So it's in his life. But uh that's all I gotta say. Well, what do you what do you think overall of the set? How how would you rate it? Is Actually, it good? Is it bad? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Doing the Iron Valiant. There's other ones we didn't mention. You know, there's that that dark one that, you know, knocks them out. Yeah. I don't know its name. I think it's pretty good. I think um it's exciting. It gets there's I, I think it's actually I think it's actually kind of cool. I would, I would give it a good seven out of ten. Yeah. Whereas um, yeah, that's what I would give it. I know what you're gonna call the episode, so I'm gonna give. It <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Guess. I don't you're know what. Like four out of ten. No, I may probably say like five. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it has stuff that has a lot of stuff to throw into other decks. You get some new things like Iron Valiant that will definitely create new archetypes, and you get the Gold Dango. I will, I will also say I did point this in the notes. This has like some of the the worst Pokemon in it. Like just the Pokemon themselves, it, it feels like the set of like all the rejects. Take away all the fan favorites, kinda, and just move with the. I don't know, maybe Garchomp. Some people like Garchomp, but it feels like a lot. The majority of Pokemon in this are not the ones that people think of when they think of Pokemon or that they really like. So it almost just felt like Pokemon was trying to just give us all of them in one set, get them out of the way, so we can wait another eight years before we, you know, publish this card again. Yeah, it's a it's cheap there, set. Right? I was looking at. So I, I was debating the episode title. I was like, should we call this Paradox Thrift? Because I was looking at the prices on TCG Player, man. Because these Pokemon are not fan favorites, it's a cheap ass set, man. When when the top hits like Iron Valiant are six dollars for the for high playable cards, you know, like the majority of this set is just cheap. That's, but I mean, that's kind of like the trend. I think like those Charizards are really cheap now too. The regular arts, like it's yeah. I mean, not that cheap, but this is like cheap right out like ten bucks, right out the get go, man. Yeah, but these aren't even ten yeah. right at release. These aren't ten. These are only yeah. gonna go down. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't think this is a set. This is definitely not a set to buy sealed product for. We say that about every set. Yeah. So yeah. true. So what makes this set special? A lot of these are like a dollar cards. I mean, the Tiracina, there's so many of these like buck cards already. The Mewtwo, a dollar. Right out the gate, dollar. Oh, Trainers, know. real cheap. So basically, go to TCG Player, buy the whole set. You'll spend like 200 bucks and get everything. That sounds like a lot, but if you think about it, it's really not that bad. 
everything except for the top top alt art cards you know but every everything you'd want to play with you could probably get most playables and get the whole set of playable cards for like a hundred bucks i thought you meant like for a collector that wanted to get the whole set list oh no no not, not like the top top there's still some of them but i mean they're not even as high as other top tops like they're less than a hundred well man i think we're running out of time on yeah that. We we are, so I think it's time to to wrap this up. If you made it to the end of this episode, we greatly appreciate you. Please take a second and give us a five-star review. Pokey Rogue wants to hear from you and build a community together. Hit us up with your thoughts about Rogue decks, misplays, and how to avoid being a dick when playing Pokemon. As always, join the Discord. Link will be in the description. Have a good week, everybody.